Welcome to The New Beyond, a podcast that invites listeners to learn how to not only think outside the box, but learn how to live outside it. The New Beyond is a place in consciousness that lies beyond ideas of normal and abnormal. It's a place where the new comfort zone has much more to do with your willingness to play big and be uncomfortable while you're learning how to navigate this brave new world. Hello, I'm Dr. Judith Rich, an octogenarian, coach, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Box. The new beyond invites us to go farther and deeper than you ever thought you could go. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Each of us can build. Each of us can teach and reach inside. We can guide. And what we leave is up to each of us. Hello and welcome to Codes of Connection. My name is Beth Osmer and I am your host of the Codes of Connection Summit where I am hosting many speakers from all over the world to talk about ways in which that you can deeply connect to yourself. And when we deeply connect to ourselves, we deeply connect to the world outside of ourselves, creating conscious connection, confidence, and peace. And today we have Dr. Judith Rich. Dr. Judith Rich is one of my heroes, heroines. She literally transformed my life. And when I say that, I mean that wholeheartedly. It's all started with one sentence she said to me when I took her training, and it literally changed my life. And the one sentence was, is this the game that you came here to play? And the way I read that was, I had been playing small, being shy, holding back, not sharing my wisdom, not being in my leadership. And there was something that she, by saying that, Judith, in that moment, it woke me up. It just woke me up. So I am so thrilled that she's here with us today. And I'm going to share a little bit about who she is, and then we'll get into it. So Dr. Judith Rich is an octogenarian. I had to look that word up. So it's <laughs> like, it means um, someone who's living between their 80s and their, in their 80s, basically. Um, so she is in her 80s, early 80s. She's a coach, author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Box, which we'll talk about, and host of the podcast, The New Beyond, and the creator of the legacy series, Musings and Meditations. She has spent almost five decades in the field of transformation, coaching people on how to identify and break through old patterns, we're going to be talking about this too, that kept them from progressing their lives in the direction of what matters the most. Welcome, Judith. Thank you so much, Beth. I'm delighted to be here. Let's dive in. So you have been a transformational coach, as we said, for a little over five. Almost 50 years. 50 Mm -hmm. years. So can we just... Almost 50 years. It's amazing. What does that mean? Like if someone's watching and they've never heard of, what's a transformational coach? What's a transformational trainer? What does that mean? You know, I've never had anybody ask me that question before. That's so interesting. Well, transformational trainings are trainings that are intended to support human beings, participants, 
to discover who they are beyond who they think they already are, beyond what they think they already know, to really support people developing their unlived, unmet, undeveloped potential. You know, you've probably heard, everyone listening to this has probably heard that human beings operate from about 10% of their potential. So what's going on in the other 90? What's available to us in that 90% of our undeveloped potential that we don't have access to, but that like you mentioned as you introduced me, when I ask you, is this the game you came here to play? In that other 90% are the characteristics and qualities, tools, awarenesses, capacities, and potentialities that we have at our, that we have available to us if we could only access them. So transformational work is the work of giving participants the tools to access and develop, discover, develop, and contribute from their undeveloped potential, which makes a huge difference in their own lives and the lives of those they love and the lives of those uh, they they touch. Mm-hmm. So th- that's, that's kind of a short answer of what is transformational trainings. It's layered. And as a trainer, um, I facilitate and guide and I have written and developed and created much of the content or some of the content and my own content. So I pretty much lead these trainings and they take place at, you know, there are a lot of different kinds of trainings. They take place at, at many, many different levels, but that's, that's what has called me. That's my calling. And Beth, that's really what I was pointing you towards which is what have you called, who have you been called to be in this lifetime? What have you been called to come into your life and into the planet to develop and to contribute? So this is what it is for me. You know, I'm, I do this work uh, out of a calling that happened for me nearly 50 years ago. And I have been on the journey. I have been on the path. I still am. And I will continue to be, I'm sure, until I take my very last breath. And that is why in my early 80s, I'm actually 81. I just had a birthday. (laughs) I'm still passionate and empowered and engaged and curious I'm curious about what's possible and what's next and what's available for me at this point in my life. And that's why I started my podcast when I turned age 80. I I developed a podcast. That was my what's next. And now I'm just continuing to be on the journey, continuing to learn and continuing to discover my own potential and develop it. And it's 
it's what really keeps me inspired. It keeps me engaged. It keeps me connected, which is really the subject of this summit. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I want to talk about your, your podcast in a minute, but I also want to circle back into, you mentioned the 90%, like we use, we're using 10%. And what do you think, what have you seen is the 90%? Like where, where are people in that? Are they checked out? Are they, where are they? And can you give it a couple of examples of how you bring people, how you begin to open that potential up in people? I know like some like exercise or a practice. Well, the 90% is actually the material that lies in the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Jung would call some of that material the shadow material. It's 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 not only our shadow material, meaning the the material within our psyche, our psychological, emotional material that we have rejected, we've judged, we've avoided, we've pushed down. We don't want to be with it because it's scary. It's painful it's 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 material that we don't either don't know how to be with or we judge and don't want to be with it so there's all that material in the 90 percent but also in the 90 percent is the material um we could say the one aspect is the shadow material but the other aspect are the undeveloped gifts the uh, the our authenticity our worthiness our capacity for love and compassion and empathy all those aspects of who we are as humans so all of that material exists in the unconscious in that 90% and so you asked about how do we access it you know the the that is really the unconscious question that people come into the trainings to answer. And I say it's an unconscious question because at the level of their conscious awareness, they don't really know that that's what they want to (laughs) know. You know, they might look at something in their life that is not working. Maybe it's a relationship that is dysfunctional or in breakdown or ways that they feel stuck in their lives, uh, unable to move forward in the direction that they want, or maybe they're in confusion and they don't really know what they want. You know, people come to transformational work for a lot of reasons and with a lot of questions in their consciousness. And then there are questions that are in that 90% unconscious that as a as a part of the process of them getting curious and starting to look, they discover. So, you know, one example of an exercise, a kind of exercise that we would do would be a, a lot of guided visualizations. Let's say closed eye exercises where I would guide people through and lead people through an experience that allows them to get below their logical, rational thinking mind, their left brain, and get them into their curious, 
creative, open capacity. So it's kind of whole brain learning to get them into their heart and their emotions and to allow their emotions to surface, to allow their imagination. You know, we have tremendous capacities of imagination to create, to design, to produce. And yet, you know, we're blocked by fear. We're blocked by confusion. We're, we're blocked by a lot of other needs. We're blocked from accessing much of the material in the unconscious because we, we want to look good. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we care about what other people think about us. So we don't want to look messy. We want to look like we're in control and we've got it all together. So we don't really allow ourselves the experience of kind of unraveling. You know, it's an unraveling. It's a letting go experience. It's the opposite of being buttoned up tight and being together. It's coming apart. And that's an important part of the process for anyone who is doing transformational work. In many cases, it's not about adding anything. It's about releasing. It's about letting go. It's about creating space, enough space to get in and experience what's there in the unconscious. So we'll do things like guided visualizations. We'll do things like, you know, giving people an opportunity to release emotions. And in the releasing of emotions, a lot of material and content from the unconscious comes up. And when it when it arises into the level of our conscious mind, when we're aware of it, then we can start to work with it. So, This is what we're doing in transformational work, really providing opportunities for people to bring into the level of awareness in their conscious mind that content, that material that they've either been pretending not to know, i.e. in denial of, Mm -hmm. avoiding, suppressing, ignoring, rejecting, judging, shame, all the things, all those, Dr. David Hawkins would call them the heavier emotions that resonate at such a, such a low vibration. They literally block our ability to access what's underneath. So when we can, when we can begin to unpack those emotions, when we can give ourselves permission to be with those emotions, to express them, to experience them, it then creates some space Mm -hmm. so we can get underneath them and bring into conscious awareness what's really going on at that 90%. And once we get to that place, we can learn how to deal with it. We can learn to express it and, and, and let it go. And I would also say, reinterpret all that stuff, Mm. reinterpret all that material, because what we might have originally judged as fearful, scary, negative material that I didn't want to be with, 
we can learn from it, once we can hold it, once we can see it, once we can access it, we can see it in a different light. We can bring a new perspective. We can bring a new awareness. Oh, I see something about this that actually serves me. This this event that was so painful in my past, this loss, this divorce, this death, this whatever circumstance I've been in fight, flight, freeze about mm-hmm. when I'm willing to be with, I can see that more to this than what I allowed myself to see. And in that, in that experience, I can begin to learn from it. It can teach me all of that material in that 90% is, I call it golden nuggets. Mm. It's, it's all undeveloped potential that once available to me, it gives me material to expand and open and create from, to be alive in my life, to be energized and passionate about. That's because I've been in this work all these years. That's what keeps, that's what feeds me. That keeps me going. And, you know, life is an opportunity to continuously tap into. There's no time. There's no point in time. I'm 81. I've been in this work for 50 years. I am not done. I am not complete. I mean, I can say that I'm complete in any moment and be complete, but in terms of my own potential, I still have potential to develop and I'm still curious about it. It's so powerful. And there's a couple of things you said and like when you were talking and you're talking about the what's next and the unraveling and the 90%, even when you were talking, I could feel the energy of what you create for people and for yourself, even in just you describing it, like it just opens people up. And so with your, and I find this with some people in my own work, you know, they'll, they say they want to do something, but they don't, they're scared, but yes. And they have a what's next. So we were talking before we came on here about there's so many questions I want to ask, but I'm going to start here about energy, about how people, I used to do this too, be a victim and blame the outside. Well, it's because there's so much poverty in the world. It's because of this in the world. It's because of that in the world. And can you talk about what we were talking about, how the energy, it all starts within and what's happening from without is from, is actually what's happening within. Well, it all, yes, it's true. It all does begin within, but until we, until a human being starts to do their own inquiry, their own self-development work, until they begin to do their work, their experience is that it's happening outside of them mm-hmm. and they're not aware. And so people go through their lives, probably most people go through their lives, thinking that it's happening to them. Life is happening to them. And when they have that experience, like they don't see themselves as being at cause. They don't see themselves as being accountable 
or responsible. They don't see themselves as being what I would call the source of their experience, but they, they, they haven't, they haven't stepped into that awareness yet. Mm-hmm. But once someone steps into that awareness, so it's a shift in perspective, but until they have that shift in perspective, it appears to them because we live at the level of appearance and at the level of appearance, I'm not speaking about the quantum level here, but I'm speaking about at the physical level of appearance. It appears that we are separate. It appears that we're a separate entity, that there's me and then there's everything else. And I'm separate from all of it. So I do not see that all connected. And I do not see that I am connected to all of it. And so when I'm going through life, in the illusion, in the erroneous thinking that I'm a separate being, then, you know, the world can be a scary place to be. And I, I do, you know, I, I do want to say this, that it takes a lot of courage to be a human being. It does so much. I think just it takes a lot of courage and some would say grit. And I just did a podcast episode on this, which is just up today, a podcast episode on grit, wherein I talk about it takes grit to be born. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it God. takes grit to it's grit give birth and it takes grit to die going through the dying process is the other end of the continuum of being born so it takes grit and courage to be a human being living on planet earth in the 21st century so you know i, I think we need to give ourselves a lot of grace and compassion and acceptance that we're not perfect. You know, we're, we're, we're works in process. We're, we're works, you know, we're progressing along, but we'll fall down. We'll, you know, we'll have breakdowns. We'll have, we'll have failures. We'll have all of the hidden frailties and, because we think we're separate. We project out there what we're thinking in here. That's right. And we do that at an unconscious level. Mm-hmm. We don't know we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I project onto you or to someone else. I think you're judging me the way I'm judging myself. I've really got all the judgments going on in here already. But I'm not aware of that. And so I project it over there onto you or another person, and I make up that they're judging me. You see, our nature as human beings, we are wired to be storytellers. We tell stories. I mean, you know, we've told stories from the moment of our appearance on the planet, We sat around the campfire and we told stories to each other with our clubs in our hands, you know, about what was going on out there. We are wired for survival. You know, we're wired for fight, flight, freeze. Mm. 
So where it's our nature as humans to interpret. And so there's what happens to us at the level of stuff going on. There's all that circumstance that happens. And then in an instant, in an instant so quickly that we don't know we're doing it, we interpret what happens. And then we lose sight of, we only see our interpretation. We don't really see what actually happened. And so we live inside our interpretations. That's what I'm calling our stories. We live inside our stories. So we, in terms of what people do when they come into transformational work, is they get inside their stories. And they begin to examine their stories. And they begin to look at their stories. They begin to shift their perspective and look at their stories from a completely different perspective. Rather than from the point of view, this happened to me, we begin to consider, what if I participated in the creation of this? What if I had something to do with this? Either because I... I chose not to choose to engage. I chose to ignore. I chose to deny. I chose to, maybe there were red flags going on in a relationship and I I chose to avoid them or ignore them. And and bam, something happened. It blew up and it felt like it happened to me, but I actually participated in that whole process. When people can gain access to their own participation, how they've interpreted things that happened in their life, this story begins to loosen its grip. Mm. And when we can begin to transform our stories and we can begin to say that, oh, I authored this story. Mm-hmm. I chose to see this situation from this yeah. perspective. And out of that interpretation, I made up all kinds of stuff that may or may not have been true, Mm -hmm. but I lived as if it was true. And when I can begin to unravel my stories and really see them for what they were, something that I authored, not good, bad, right, wrong. It's just what I did with it. When I can have that relationship to my story, I can see that I'm not that story. And that story is not who I am. I created that story. And guess what? I can uncreate that story. I can disappear that story. I can let go of that story. It's not the truth. It's simply the story I made up. And when I can do that, I'm then free to create a new story in the moment. I can create a new, I can choose a new way to see myself, my life, my circumstances in the moment that empowers me. It doesn't stop me. It's my story is no longer an obstacle. I see it. Okay. All that happened, but now I see it differently. Now I have a different relationship with it. I have a different connection to it. Your summit is about connection. So I can 
disconnect from my old story and can create and connect to a new story that moves me forward, that serves me, that opens possibilities rather than closes them. So many of our old stories close down possibilities, and that's what keeps us stuck. That's what keeps us unable to access what's in the 90%. Because we come to the story, which becomes a belief, you know, which gets set in stone in our mind, not in reality, but in our mind. So when I can begin to pierce that story, I can create an opening to see what else is possible. And that's a whole new level of awareness, a whole new level of consciousness. It opens me to develop a whole new level of potential. I didn't even know I didn't know. It's amazing. It's amazing like listening to you. And then when you're in a relationship with someone and you're wanting to connect because they have their story, you have your story. It's a, it's incredible. We even connect at all until we can sift through what is the truth, what they're each person's truth. Yes. And, and this is why, um, a couple of things. This is why community is important. This is why working with someone like yourself or myself, uh, a coach, a mentor, a teacher, a guide, a therapist, a someone who can support us in seeing what we can't see for ourselves because we have blind spots. I see our stories serve as blinders. So we cannot see, you know, we can only see what our story, what our beliefs allow us to see. So it's important that we surround ourselves with community, with kindred spirits, with people who are also engaged in their own transformational work, people who are admitted to that and to a trusted guide, mentor, coach, trainer, therapist, someone who can support us to uh, do the work of unraveling the old stories, because we really don't do that by ourselves. Mm-mm. We we really don't. It's like we're inside, we're inside the jar and we can't read the label on the outside of the jar. We just can't see what we can't see when we're inside the story. It's true. It's like the lone, I just did a, uh, a challenge on the lone wolf syndrome that the lone wolf yes yeah i love that jar cannot see the label on the jar but you get in a community and it expands everything exactly and then yes well do you have stories well i'm not good in groups i'm you know all the stories around i'm afraid to speak up and, and it breaks free all of those stories too because you work through all of that that's right it's so powerful. That's right. So let's talk about, so one thing about you, Judith, is you walk your talk. We were also talking about that before we began, that some people can teach transformation or spirituality, whatever it is. And are they really, some are walking their talk and some are not walking their talk, but you walk your talk. And so let's talk about what's next for you. I want to hear all, let's talk about your podcast. What brought you to yeah. wanting to create your podcast uh, what's your mission and what's your vision? So 
a year ago. So I created the podcast a year ago. And what really inspired and motivated it were two things. One was pandemic. Because coming out of the pandemic, or actually being in the pandemic, really, had me see that this pandemic was such a game-changing event. It was a tra- it was a collective, global, transformational event that changed everything. It did. Everyone, everywhere on the planet was impacted by it all at the same time. And in my lifetime, in my, at that time, well, I was in my late seventies when the pandemic happened. I had never, I mean, I was born during world war two and even, you know, we call it a world war, but there were places in the world that were not impacted by world war two. This was, this is the first time that I've experienced anything that was a global collective event that changed everything. And so looking at that, I began to think about, okay, so, and I had written my book, Beyond the Box. I wrote that book in 2017. So long before the pandemic, I wrote that book. But in the introduction to the book, I talked about, I I had a sense And I had a sense for a very long time, as I think you have and many people who are sensitive and 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 dialed in energetically to the energy on the planet. I knew that we were headed for a global, massive, transformational event. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't know what would be the, the, the mechanism that would serve to upend everything. But I think the pandemic did that. And out of that, we began to see structures collapsing, you know, patriarchal structures, structures of government and politics and business and everything coming unraveled. So whatever we thought of as normal was gone. Normal didn't exist anymore. Overnight. Overnight. Yeah. I mean, I stopped traveling. I didn't getting on airplanes anymore. All of that. So normal was gone. There was there wasn't anything normal in in that moment. And I, I began to think, okay, we're we're not going to a new normal. Normal normal really doesn't apply anymore. Wherever we are and wherever we're going. We are going to something completely beyond normal. And so the idea of a new beyond occurred to me. Oh, we're going beyond normal. We're going to a new beyond, not a new normal, but a new beyond. And so I came up with that as the name of my podcast, The New Beyond. And it's about what's out there. What's out there in the beyond? What is possible out there in the beyond? And that coincided with my 80th birthday. And so as I approached my 80th birthday, there was just, I was just filled with this energy of how do I mark this event for myself? How do I, what's the legacy I want to leave? And so that became 
the podcast, you know, and the development of it became part of my own personal 80th birthday legacy project. And so out of that has come, I developed an audio series, which, you know, I, I want to share. I have a free gift to share with uh, your, your listeners. Um, I, I've developed a Facebook group out of the podcast, the Living in the New Beyond Facebook group. Um, and so right now I'm currently recording the audio version of my book. I'm revising and updating my book and recording the audio version of it. And uh, yeah, so that's what I'm currently. And in terms of my vision, you know, the vision that has always guided me is to be standing as source of a transformed world. And that includes everything standing as source. Mm -hmm. So that is what I continuously true up to. And I'm not suggesting for a moment listeners that because I've been doing this work for 50 years, that I do it perfectly, that I don't fall off the horse, that I don't have breakdowns. I absolutely do. But I have this vision that I true up to. And that's really where we start transformational work with someone is really inviting them into what is their vision. What is it that, what is the life that you imagine is a life worth living? What would be a life worth living for you? And what's a vision big enough that really calls you forth? It calls you out of your comfort zone, which is what my book is about. Beyond the Box is learning how to become comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. I love that because I mean, like standing for a transform world and like being uncomfortable and just kind of t- wrapping this up and tying it in that, you know, you could have said I'm 80, I'm too old. Like that story. So many older people have, Oh, I'm too old. It's, it's over for me, but no, you're not holding on to those stories and you have a vision. Oh, no. And in the new beyond, we don't know what it is. We're making it up. We're creating it. We don't know. We're creating the new beyond. You know, it's like the choices that we make, the decisions that we make, the people that we choose to bring into our circle, the the people that we include in our lives, the way we interact in the world, the 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 consciousness, the new beyond is really a place in consciousness mm. where we're learning how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not a place of comfort, but, but, but we don't have the old paradigm of being uncomfortable. We learn to become comfortable being uncomfortable, which has us curious, creative, in the adventure, in the process of discovering, it doesn't even occur to me that I'm too old or that I'm old. It doesn't even occur to me. I mean, (laughs) I keep having to remind myself, you know, it might be a good idea if instead of acquiring more things, you know, just like physical things, physical environment, 
maybe it would be a good idea to start releasing things, start uncluttering, you know, start letting go. I keep, I, I really have to stop myself and ask myself, okay, now, is this really something, you know, it's like you are 81. Do you really want to include that? Or would that just be another thing for your kids to get rid of when you're gone? So every once in a while, my age does come up and smack me in the face. And I go, oh, oh, yeah. But for the most part, it's, no. it's, it's not relevant. No. I mean, I, in, in our community, we, I see people, you know, going for things, doing things, and you are up there at the top of the list with going for your vision with these, with, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's very inspiring. So Judith has two gifts for you. Go, can you mention them again? So please listen to the gifts, read the gifts that she's going to be sharing with you. Um, as you can tell, she is beyond wise. It's she is wise in the quantum. If you listen to this, when you, I would actually uh, encourage you to listen to this interview again and listen to the things she's saying, and then also feel it. Because my experience of Judith, of when she speaks, there's an energy, there's an, an opening. And when I watched her, I had the privilege of witnessing her work with people. It was like she was a, my um, a conductor of energy, not just words. So just listen. Okay, so what's your um, what's your free gifts? So there are a couple. One is a free chapter of my book, uh, Beyond the Box. And by the way, um, it's not available yet on my website, but it soon will be available. My book as an ebook. And also as an audiobook, those will, those will soon be available on my website, along with the Spanish version of my book. It's currently being translated into Spanish, and it will be on my website in a couple of weeks. But as a free gift is a chapter from the book. It's the one that people have most re um, requested, and it's called Crossing the Spiritual Desert. Mm. So that's the free chapter from my book. And then I did an audio series this past year, and I have a uh, link to a one of the selections in the audio series called Seasons of a Life, where I really look back on my own life and I reflect on the seasons of my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm also offering a link to that selection from that audio series. And the audio series is also available for purchase on the website, the whole series. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. It was real. I mean, it's those of you that are listening, this is a huge uh, honor for me that Judith would be a yes to, to being here because I see you as a, the queen of connection in so oh. many ways, in like so many ways, energetically, physically, oh. spiritually in so many ways. And I just admire what you're doing. Like I, it just warms my heart. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was really an honor to be here with you, Beth, and to be part of your community. So thanks for having me. Thank you. 
Hey, Beyond Squad, before we go, let me take a moment to thank all of you for being here. And if you're up for it, I have a little extra credit homework assignment for you. Please take a moment to go over to Apple and leave a review. You can actually say some nice words or give us five stars on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really does make a difference, and I would be so appreciative. Meanwhile, we'll see you next time here in the new beyond. Hope you have is hope that you can trust. The truth is that the future is up to each of us. Each of us can build. Each of us can teach and reach inside. We can guide. And what?